Hello there, welcome to the main episode of the Reality Responsibility Podcast, which is in the category of self-development. Um, who's this for? I would say it's for people just starting out in personal development or people who have not made as much progress as they would like to, or other people that just like to hear what other people have got to say who are into personal development. My name's Stuart Wellborn. I used to work as a therapist for 13 years. I do personal coaching. I wrote a book on post-traumatic stress disorder for veterans, and I am currently working on my next book, ironically also entitled Reality Responsibility, which I hope to have done by the end of summer 2023. Today I want to talk about the three reasons why honesty is the best policy even if everyone around you is a fucking liar. In last week's episode, I did actually bring up a little bit about honesty, but I thought I'd spend a bit more time on it in today's episode. don't know about you, but I find it very hard to find the truth these days online. Uh, we are bombarded with fake news, whether that's from politicians or propaganda from media, um, bots, all sorts of things are spreading lies and that's before we even get into our friends relatives and acquaintances isn't it so it's very difficult to know if somebody's telling the truth but i want to talk about three reasons why even if everybody around you is a liar why it's the best policy but before i do i do have to apologize that this episode is coming out on friday um, with it being a bank holiday on Monday, I kind of lost track of days and didn't realise yesterday it was Thursday and was like, oh shit. Um, so that's why we're a day late. Now, that was total bollocks. <laughs> it was a lie. Um, did you believe it? Did I sound convincing? I mean, it seemed like a fair enough excuse, didn't it? But it was a total lie. I didn't forget what day it was. The truth is, I've had a busy week. Uh, I've been on training today and yesterday with one of my mentors. And um, let me think. I'm trying to remember my week now. But um, busy guarding on Monday. Tuesday, I was pre-recording episodes for my Monday motivation because I've just got into the book and I wanted to finish it so um, I've pre-recorded all those so if you are tuning into that as well um, all episodes have been uploaded ready to go which will take you through till I think almost September now of Monday motivation where I read a chapter from a personal development book which is in the public domain and at the moment it's Henry Thomas Hamblin's The Power of Thought. So, excuse me, I um, was pre-recording those in the week and then on Wednesday I went to see a friend and because of the training I was doing yesterday at the end of it, I just um, was too tired. I almost put it off doing it today because I've been on this training again, but, and it's not to do with my eyebrows, <laughs> if you know what I mean if you've listened to other episodes 
it's because it's easy to put things off and I don't want to get into that habit. This podcast, I want to have an episode out every week. So if I miss a Thursday, it'll come out on a Friday. But I'm going to try and endeavour to uh, do these so that they come out at a specific time every Thursday. That's what I'm working towards. None of us are perfect and I will get there. I've got a lot of few, lot of things going on at the moment. Uh, I work at the weekend as an entertainer. I've got a short film that I'm going to be in in a couple of weeks' time, so I've got to prep for that. And I'm in a feature film. In Both of these are indie projects, but in a feature film in July, so I'm learning lines for that. So I've got a lot going on at the moment, but every week there will be an episode barring illness or injury. But my point I wanted to make there was that, you know, it's easy to lie and you can get away with it and discerning the truth is not an easy thing. I don't know if this mic's going to pick it up, but my dog was just howling in the background then. I better go and see what he's doing. So I'm going to pause this recording and when I come back, not that you'll notice that I've gone because I'm pausing it, but we're going to get into those three reasons why honesty is the best policy. I'm going to start with what I think is the most important reason to be truthful at all times. Although I'm going to go into a caveat on that, which I did mention before. But um, if you're honest, people will see you as having integrity. I mean, in my, when I explained why I may be a little bit flaky with sharing my episodes, did you not think um, that showed a little bit more integrity than the excuse I used and lied about about um, Monday and the bank holiday and forgetting what day it was. The fact I was honest about it, did that change the way you viewed me? Possibly, possibly not. But the second, the reason I gave you was the truth. So by being someone who always tells the truth, you'll be seen as somebody with integrity of good character now they may not like what you've got to say uh, my brother comes to see me when he's got issues quite often <laughs> and um, he knows that I will give him an honest answer I won't be biased by family ties or anything like that I mean obviously I've got his back in certain situations but if he comes to me for advice I try to be objective I, I'm honest and tell him stuff that he may not want to hear I mean, as a therapist, um, generally <laughs> telling the truth does help people and being a coach rather than lying. But if you're not a therapist or a coach, the main reason I think that honesty is the best policy is because you'll be seen as somebody reliable, trustworthy, somebody who has integrity. Now, the word integrity um, well, the concept of integrity does mean a lot to me. When I uh, moved on from doing therapy, I was doing a business helping veterans who were, well, helping military personnel who were coming out of the military, so becoming veterans, to set up their own businesses. And um, I had a website called skilledxforces.com and underneath the on the logo, it, underneath Skilled X Forces, it said... Um, integrity, consistency, reliability, which is what I thought you would get 
working with um, you know tradesmen that were ex-servicemen or women and so even there integrity was something that was very important to me it was kind of funny um, in a job I was doing um, after this well at the same time actually as setting up skilled ex-forces um, I was interviewed for my own job and so was a few other people and funny not saying they were corrupt or am I <clears throat> yes I am um, the interviewers that is some right dodgy goings on with that but I'm not bore you with those details however one of the things was to do with integrity and you know when that came up I'm like oh I could talk about this all day and yet I got marked three out of five where somebody else in that workplace got a five and seriously they lacked integrity um, another example of integrity here <clears throat> excuse me oh, just gonna have a drink so I don't keep coughing through this episode ah, I'm actually drinking a beer as well it's only a little stubby first one it's Friday evening and um, <clears throat> have we done it is my throat not clear yeah sorry about those coughs I am not going to go and edit some because it's a Friday evening anyway uh, what was I saying yes integrity I went on some business training um, actually this was before skilled exforces because it was at this training that my idea for skilled exforces came up actually um, it was with a business coach uh, Peter Thompson I went on his course which was about product creation and he was talking about integrity as well and his example which I hope he doesn't mind me using um, whether he'll ever hear this podcast I doubt it but should he Peter I'm sharing your story thank you it was a good one <clears throat> and I'm paraphrasing anyway but he, he talks about going and buying something in town and paying for it and the change is let's just say um, the change should have been uh, five pound but they gave you 15 pound back I don't know what, how that would happen but let's just say they did and you've left the shop and you've got home integrity would be going back and giving them back the money and you know that's an example of integrity honesty and interestingly I had a test of my integrity only this week as I say I work at the weekends doing entertainment I work um, doing kids birthday parties for a company that's something I do on the side as well I'm always busy doing something as you can tell like I do coaching I do these kids parties I do acting I do a bit of filmmaking myself although I've not done any for a little while because I'm trying to fit it all in it's not an easy thing but there are ways to do it but I digress anyway my point about an, a test of my integrity um, with this company I work for doing kids birthday parties we get paid cash at the end of the party and 
And when the party had finished, I went to see uh, the mother to get paid and she gave me the money and walked away. Now, I counted it out. And you know, if you're listening to this in the UK, you know what our banknotes are like since they changed them to this plasticky stuff. That they, they very easily stick together. I mean, I've lost probably about 40 or 50 quid in fivers and tenors where, you know, it's come out of my pocket. But I digress again. Um, yes, the mother would give me 20 quid too much. Some people would have gone, ah, 20 quid bonus. But no, I went straight back and said, oh, you're giving me 20 pound too much. I know I hadn't left the building or gone home because that might have been different if I come, you know, travel from, well, it was a 60 mile journey. So if, would I have traveled 60 miles? Probably not. Would I have rang her up and said, oh, you've overpaid me, give me your PayPal account? Yes, I'd have probably done that actually. But there you go, that was a test of my integrity. Um, some people would have kept that extra 20, but it, for me, honesty is the best policy. And um, I'll be moving on to related things on what, why that would have been a bad thing to have taken the 20 pound, other than it showing up as a bad point of your character in one of the next two points of why honesty is the best point. Uh, I did say I would mention something about times when lying might be okay. I did mention this last week, but in the TV show Babylon 5, which is my second favorite sci-fi franchise, uh, there is a race of people called the Membari. Um, they're quite spiritual people, if you've never seen it before, but also fierce warriors and very strong they look like humans um but anyway it doesn't matter what they look like membari do not lie is like one of the things in that series and there's an episode where a membari does lie and then later on that comes up in another episode where the, the fact that membari don't lie is being challenged because if you were to say that Membari lies is kind of, they'll kill you for it. But there is a get out clause for them. It's okay to lie if it's saving the honor of another person. And I think that's a good way to look at honesty is there will be times where you may be inclined to have to lie to help another person. And I think, that can be okay if it's the right circumstances. But generally for yourself, honesty is the best policy. I think we've covered enough of the integrity side of honesty and how it's good for your character and people will view you as an honest person. And though there are pitfalls to it, as I've said, being too honest can um, cause you problems. I mentioned it again last week, the TV series with Tim Roth lied to me. There was a guy who subscribed to a book, uh, to a philosophy called Radical Honesty, a book by Brad Blanton, which I read in 2008, which turned me um, to being more honest. Um, not as radical as the book suggests, but uh, 
being honest can land you in trouble. Sometimes it's better not to say anything. Radical honesty says to say it anyway. I, I think I'm getting the balance about right now. Not always. Sometimes I say things that perhaps I shouldn't have done. But that's just... Um, I'd rather be known for being too truthful than as somebody who is a liar all the time. I mean, we've got habitual liars. A lot of politicians are habitual liars. I'll mention him again because I just noticed another story about it. Oh, Boris Johnson. I mean, if you like him, you like him. Um, but you can't say he's an honest man. But in the news today, I just saw that um, he got hoodwinked in some Australian post-Brexit deal that somebody had just made up when going to the toilet. I don't know how true that is, because as I say, media could mean anything. But um, a lot of politicians, not just Boris Johnson, not just Trump, a hell of a lot of them, especially when they get to the higher seats of power, you know, it's hard to believe a lot of what they say. But I think with someone like Boris, you've got to admit he's habitual. He perhaps doesn't even realise he's lying. It's just his go-to all the time. Um, and I've got... I mention him because there's a person in my family. I'm not going to say who it is. But he's very similar in that respect. That Rather than taking responsibility, um, we'll blame everybody else. We'll lie if he thinks... If they think... <laughs> I did say he then, didn't I? If they think they can get away with it... And it's now reached that point, like the boy who cried wolf, that I don't believe anything they say. And that's going to hurt them because, um, you know, when they're perhaps telling the truth and need some help, um, I'm less inclined to believe them now. So there's number one reason for... Um, being honest is that you will have, you will be seen as having somebody of good character who's reliable has integrity so there's my main reason why I think honesty is the best policy even if everybody around you is a liar you'll stand out from the cloud cloud from the crowd you know who wants to be a sheep when you can be a shepherd <laughs> Okay, the second point now then for why I think honesty is the best policy. And that is, if you're truthful and upfront when you make a mistake, people will be more forgiving than if you're found out. You know, if you've cocked up at work and you go and say to the boss or your supervisor, look, sorry this shit happened well they may not be happy they may chew your fucking ass off but if you'd hidden it and then we found out later to have like cocked up you're going to get at least twice as bad aren't you so that's one reason the second reason should I say as to why I think honesty is the best policy this kind of relates to what I was saying earlier about that £20 note. Imagine if I'd kept that £20 note and then that mother gets home, is counting the money because she knew how much she drew out and goes, hang on a minute, I'm £20 short. 
what have I paid today? I've only paid that entertainer. Well, she's then going to ring up the company and go, I gave your entertainer um, £20 too much. And they didn't say anything. Then the company are going to ring me up and say, hey, was you paid £20 too much? At which point I would clearly know that I was paid £20 too much, if I'd kept it, that is. And they would, and I would have to go, oh yeah, I was going to ring you or something like that. I would have to lie. So I'd be doing more lies to cover up a mistake. And whether they'd believe me or not is another matter. But once again, the integrity is, in, comes in, you, <clears throat> sorry, your integrity comes into question then. Whereas before they may have held you in high regard, there's going to be a little bit of doubt there. So <laughs> there may be an occasion, I don't know. There probably would be a circumstance where not being completely honest when you've cocked up might be a good idea. I'm not saying, you know, you've got to be in every single situation. But for the majority of the time, I think honesty is the best policy. As I say, people will forgive you if you are honest and come up with and say, look, I've cocked up. I'm sorry I did this. I mean, we see a lot of this online nowadays, don't we, where people are so quick to destroy a person's life over a cock-up they've made. You know, maybe they've made a tweet 40 years ago. I know it won't be 40 years ago because Twitter didn't exist then. Unless you're listening to this in 2063 <laughs> or something. Then yes, a tweet may have been 40 years ago. But um, we see people very quick to judge. And that's a topic for another day. But um, you know, somebody's tweeted something. They've apologised for it. And then it gets dragged up again. I mean... Um, it doesn't always work for you then, I guess, to be upfront and honest. Um, you don't have to come forward with the truth. You know, like I say, with a tweet or something. If it's 20 years ago, I should have what I would have tweeted, let's say, 10 years ago then. Um, nothing that bad, but I'm sure I've done things that by today's standards would be considered wrong or offensive, even though the context... Um, and the intention behind them was not in any way meant to be offending to anybody. But by today's standards, I probably have done something at some point. I'm sure anybody who's um, been online for at least 15 years has posted some shit that they shouldn't have done. But that aside, because I think you've got to look at things as in the online world, the virtual world, and the real world. In the real world is what I'm talking about. Being online, obviously there are times for honesty as well. If you're running a business, I think you should be honest as well. Um, yeah, for the most part, let's just say I subscribe to be upfront and be honest. Come forward with your cock-ups. If it's something that you don't need to necessarily bring up because it might cause you shit... Delete it, <laughs> if you can find it. If you get, but as I say, that's another thing, isn't it? You're getting kind of caught out, in a sense, with these resurfaced tweets that 
it's where people have found out after the fact and like are very judgmental and will ruin careers, ruin people's lives over something that's not actually that bad. You know, they haven't killed anybody, they haven't physically hurt somebody, they're just something that might have hurt somebody's feelings. Well, ooh, whoopee-doo. Um, I'm ex-military, so um, it's very hard to hurt my feelings. And from what I gather from the people I interact with, and it's all walks of life, um, I think in the real world, people aren't that offended, the vast majority of people. The people who are a neurotic probably need to go and see a therapist, but not me because I don't um, do therapy anymore. So that's your second reason for honesty being the best policy is that people will be more forgiving if you are upfront about any mistakes you've made rather than them uncovering it later. The third and final reason why I think honesty is a good policy the best policy and that is that if you're honest nobody can catch you out what i'm talking about is you know like the black cats as they call them that will um you know if you've been to tenerife they've been to eleven reef um the people that make up fanciful stories um about what they did at the weekend who they're dating um all sorts of lies to try and impress other people but the thing is if you're going to be a liar you've got to have a fucking good memory a very good memory better than the people that you've told the lie to because if you're going to tell a great big whoopee about how whoopee <laughs> i don't know why i said that um that um you know you're driving a ferrari and that your business is booming and that um you've got the trophy girlfriend that's a russian ballerina or whatever you know whatever the lie is um well for one like that one would be easy to be caught out if it's all bollocks because um people would soon see you with whoever you're actually dating, if anyone, or what car you're driving. But um, I'm trying to think of an example now. But um, if you are telling a lie about some achievement that's not that easy to disprove, and um, I'm trying to think of something. Oh, let's just say that somebody lies and says, oh yeah, last year in August I went and climbed Mount Everest. Well, you've got to remember the details of what you've said. What if the next time you tell that story, not you, obviously, but the person telling that story about climbing Mount Everest says, oh, last July I went climbing Mount Everest. Well, they may say that in front of the person who heard that you said that they'd said they climbed it in August. And you're going to get challenged on it. You'll go, hey, oh, you fucker. You said that you climbed it last August. Now you're saying July. Uh, 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 will usually follow. And um, you're caught out, aren't you? Not you, as I say, the person lying. Because you, 
I'm sure you're an integrous, honest person anyway. Um, you're just listening in to see what my reasons are for why I think it is the best policy, because you probably agree with me anyway. But, yeah, you've got to have a good memory. Now, I used to be a fantastic liar. I will put my hand up to that. I would say, ooh, certainly during my Navy days. Um, not proud of it in some ways, but um, a lot of service people do this. But um, certainly in my day, um, people were quite promiscuous <laughs> um, when they went out drinking. And um, so were members of the opposite sex. They were quite happy to facilitate these things. And obviously in a military town, a lot of um, service people, let's just say the service men anyway, we all kind of look the same. You know, short hair, um, of a certain age. You'll find that a lot of them dress the same. I mean, I was a bit of a weirdo. I was a punk and a goth. Uh, I was into... The, um, Madchester scene as well so before I was a punk and a goth I was wearing those big baggy jeans and flowery coats and all sorts so I didn't um, fit in with the traditional clothes that uh, navy lads wore on a run ashore um, but you get the idea that um, yeah service people all kind of look the same so you've got to kind of come up with some advantage if you're wanting, um, you know, to have a good night. And so it is not unknown for service people to lie about what their job is. And uh, me and a friend did say we were pilots. There you go. So, <clears throat> as I was saying, that was a time when I was a liar. For You know, if it served my purpose, I would lie. And I was good at it because I had a good memory. And I also understood that if you're going to be a liar, it's the de the devil's in the details. You've got to know that story inside out, whatever you're going to tell, and make sure that the details remain the same. You overplay it in your head. Um, not so much in my Navy days then. That was something I kind of learned when um, I became a therapist. Because... Although I've become a therapist, I had literally just stopped being a matlow, i.e. a serviceman. So there was a transitional period between um, crazy, drunken, um, lunatic. <laughs> and I'm not saying all that's gone yet. It's certainly heavily watered down. Um, yeah, big change. There was a transitional stage from that to... The honest um, people helping guy. Don't get me wrong. I was definitely into people helping. Um, but um, yeah, I still lied for quite a while. It, and I perfected the lie once I knew um, certain things of psychology, shall we say. And um, probably up until 2008, I would have still been lying. Not all the time. Just saying I, I would have definitely lied in that period. If it served me, whereas after reading Brad Blanton's um, Radical Honesty, that's kind of where I changed. <laughs> I think Babylon 5 had an effect as well. I mean, I've got a shaved head, so if I had that big bone on the back of my head, I'd look like a Minbari. 
But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going now. What was that about? Yes, you, if you... Um, the second reason, the final reason, sorry, it's getting on a bit now. It's ten past nine on a Friday night. And that first beer's gone down and I want a second one. So I'll be wrapping up very soon. Um, nobody can catch you out if you're honest. Uh, you've got to have a good memory, as I say, if you want to be a good liar. And people can smell bullshit these days. I think people's radar for bullshit is better. It's hard to discern truth from fiction online, for sure. It takes a lot of work. But when you're face-to-face -face with somebody, I think a lot of us can tell when someone's talking out their arse. And... Um, I mean, it just reminded me. I went to see a friend the other week, and their friend was there as well. And my friend collects um, military stuff, you know, D, what do you call it, de-restricted guns or whatever, so that they don't work. He's got, like, decommissioned, that's it. Guns, grenades... You know, he's got lots of things. They're all decommissioned. I think he's got a Bren gun. He's got um, all sorts. It's, it's like an armory. But um, he's got other things as well, not just the weapons. But um, I noticed that he got a naval badge, um, EW badge, golly badge, electronic warfare, a uh, gold one, which would be off the number one uniform. And I was going to give him one of mine because um, I was a sonar operator, Taz Ape. And I thought I got a spare gold one of them just to basically say, yeah, have a proper branch as, you know, a bit of a joke. And um, couldn't find it, but I found um, a gold stripe that we wear in the Navy, Royal Navy, that is. You get a stripe. If you know Army stripes, you know, the chevron um they have lance corporal corporal sergeant etc well we get one of those every four years for good conduct good conduct badge was um jokingly said was four years undetected crime so i've got one of those in gold i thought i'll give him that so i passed him that when i came around in and um his mate went oh i know somebody had an armful of them um you know, he was blah, 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 and went on. Well, the thing is, the maximum you get in the Royal Navy, don't know about the American Navy, they seem to get badges and medals for all sorts, but in the Royal Navy, the maximum you get is three. So 12 years undetected crime, 16 years undetected crime, 20 years undetected crime, you still only got three. So instantly, and this is when I've just arrived, I'm like, hmm, I think this guy's going to be full of shit. And um, a lot did come out of his mouth. I mean, um, each to their own. Uh, some of the things he said was okay and interesting, but it, notice how instantly my opinion of that person changed. Oh, well, it hadn't changed. was formed just because I knew that they had lied in what they had just said to me upon arrival. So I guess that's a bonus reason. Or is it still part of the third reason? I don't know. But there you go. There's my three reasons why I think honesty is the best policy. Number one, the most important one, you'll be seen as a person who has integrity, of good character, somebody trustworthy. My second one, 
people will be more forgiving if you are upfront about your mistakes. And finally, it's hard for people to catch you out. Well, they can't catch you out if you're honest because there's nothing to catch out. So that's it for my podcast this week. As I said, apologies, it's on a Friday. I am still finding my feet with doing this podcasting. It's still a little bit alien to me talking to a microphone rather than talking face-to-face to somebody. I hope if you've listened to other episodes that you can see some sort of improvement in this. Um, as I don't really have much of an audience at the time of recording, I've seen that every episode has had at least one listener. I don't know if I've got a regular listener or if it's just people jumping in and out. But if you are a regular, my regular listener, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, but you haven't subscribed yet, or at least not on Spotify. Maybe you've subscribed somewhere else. I need to go and look at that. Um, but, um, yeah. I still intend to stick to doing one a week. It may be a little bit up and down. But at the moment, I haven't got a huge audience. There's, you know, These episodes are only getting one or two listens, um, which from what I'm told, is only to be expected until you've got about 10 episodes out already. So I'm hoping, if you're listening to this in the future, that you will see that I'm getting better at these episodes. I hope you are finding what I've had to say interesting. If I'm waffling on too much, you could always let me know. Stop waffling as much. If there's um, some tips you'd like to give me, you can give me those. And if I think I can do them, or if I think I want to do them, I will implement them. You know, I want to help people. That's what I do so if I get feedback and you're telling me you know do the would prefer a little bit more of this uh, less waffle more swearing less swearing Um, not that I swear a hell of a lot but I feel that sometimes it's the right word and um, yeah just let me know and that's my aim is to make this podcast more popular and to get better with it and to help people and as i say apologies that some days it might be thursday some days it might be friday if you are that one listener at the minute (laughs) um but there'll definitely be an episode every week barring illness or injury i'm going to try and get them out on a thursday i don't know what time yet i'm going to try and find a slot that suits me and is suitable for you but obviously you can listen to this anytime so it's not as imperative but i do know that from what i'm told that people tend to subscribe when they know an episode's coming out at a set time every week that's why my monday motivation comes out at 7 a.m every monday and that one is fixed because i have pre-recorded them and i intend to keep pre-recording them um so that at least I know I've got a few episodes coming up. So that's it. I hope you will listen to my Monday Motivation, which is a chapter from Henry Thomas Hamlin's The Power of Thought. And I hope you will subscribe to my podcast uh, if you haven't already. And we'll be back next Thursday. I'm not sure what I'm going to be talking about next week. There's things I've got planned but I've not had the time to sit down and really prepare for them as much as I'd like to. And these ones that I've definitely got planned, I think you're going to find very interesting. They may be a little controversial in some respects, but not designed to be offensive or anything like that. Just to maybe stir the pot a little bit, give you a different perspective on certain things that are in the public consciousness.
um, but all designed to help you to create the best personal reality you can. Because um, that's one of my books going to be about is creating your own personal reality. There will be bits about objective reality as well, but um, and some woo-woo stuff in there. A lot of it's kind of psychology stuff, simplified down without having to use big words. But I'll let you know more about that when it's closer to being finished. If you'd be interested, actually, in um, finding more out about that book when it comes out, go to my website, realityresponsibility.com, and sign up for my private email list because what I'm intending to do, initially I said it was going to be um, just a PDF that it was coming out that would be like one of those um, free reports, sign up, give me your email address and you can have this, whereas now it's going to be a book for definite. But anybody who's on my private email list will get either a first edition PDF before it's gone to print or an audio version i'm not sure which yet i'll let you know near the time but if you'd be interested in getting my book when it comes out for nothing other than i'll have your email address go to realityresponsibility.com as soon as you click <laughs> as soon as this i've finished talking and uh if you want to that is and um sign up for my private email list. i don't i'm not one of those people that's going to be bombarding you all the time no newsletter I will let you know if I've got shit that I think is useful to you coming up. But other than that, I won't be bombarding you with affiliate stuff, anything like that. Maybe one of my mentors, if they've got something coming up, I could potentially, potentially send you something. But um, And if I've got something that I'm created coming out, I'd let you know about that. But... Um, it wouldn't be you know, weekly or daily or anything like that. You're not going to hear from me if you sign up now until I'm closer to getting the book out, I would imagine. So, um, yeah, go to Reality Responsibility if you're interested in getting a free copy, either on audio or a PDF, when my book's ready. Uh, that's it for this week. I uh, hope you have a good week, and we'll tune into my Monday Motivation and come back next Thursday. Take care for now. See you soon, I hope. I don't know why I say see you soon, because we're talking. That's weird, isn't it? I can't hear you, so I can't say hear you soon. You can't see me. But maybe we'll meet one day. So let's stay with see you soon. Or see you one day. Or, I think it's a Saxon thing, farewell. But that's it. Goodbye for now.